Hello and welcome to Around Campus. I'm your host, Jenna Fairman, and this week I'm here with members of All Jokes Aside, the improv comedy group here at Edinburgh. We have Sarah Ween, the current president, and Cameron Maxson, the treasurer. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for having us. <laughs> All right, so as I said in the intro, that it's an improv group. What do you guys do for, like, do you perform shows around campus? Like, um, we, we perform shows, what, like two or three times a semester? We do three a semester, but we have auditions for those, and you don't have to be in the club to audition at all. Um, but as the club, we just practice doing some of the games that we do during the shows. Um, it's just a group where we just have fun. Honestly, it helps people open their shells up, you know, learn how to work on your feet, that type of thing. What kind of games do you perform during the shows or even just warm up during, I'm assuming, practices? Um, well, we have a we have a big <laughs> list of them. Uh, we have a huge list, uh, but just some off the top of my head is uh, What Where, which is where one person leaves the room and we come up with who they are what their problem is and where they are and then they come back in the room and we start a scene and they have to guess uh who they are what their issue is and where they are um another one that i really like actually is um it's art gallery um will we are we doing an art gallery this year i believe so okay um yeah we have art gallery and that is you have a slew of people that are pieces of art. They can be in any type of positions. They can do whatever, as long as they're stationary. They are sculptures, paintings, whatever. Um, that is completely up to the person that is going to be the curator. And yeah, yeah, that smile. <laughs> um, the person's the curator, and they have to create this art gallery completely on their own discretion. Like, it can be as simple as, Oh, well, this is a Victorian piece, or I think one that I did last year, because um, I performed in the show last year. Uh, we did, we both did, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I played Rocky Balboa, which was a horrible impersonation. Of, <laughs> the entire time. So it can you have a lot of fun with it. That's just a couple of the games. Mm -hmm. Okay. What made you guys want to create this organization? So, actually, another member of the organization had an improv club in his hometown that he was president of, um, Drew Poole, and he came here, and there was, actually, we were in the improv show with him back when it was called Deviant Behavior, and he talked to us about maybe making it, um, kind of went a little bit, and then I became president and i made it an actual known group i guess on campus like we're actually affiliated with um sga now and it's have... really taken off for sure mm -hmm. like drew did a fantastic job on his own he did but it didn't really go a lot awesome. of places it didn't go great but we had fun with it don't get me wrong like we had tons of fun with it it was just a small group of us and now that i think that we're on lists and people are like, hey, I didn't know this exists. We're getting somewhat more of attention now. We still need to branch out a bit more. We still have a lot of work to do, but we're trying. What are some of your ideas to help get 
the more retention, get your name out there more. Um, even though it's like slowly becoming successful, but what are your plans for this year? Well, we've been doing a lot of we've been doing a lot of fundraising with the club on its own. Mm-hmm. In the fundraising, it can be part fundraising and part publicity, um, like any fundraiser is. But we honestly, we probably get more publicity than money. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like, it's kind of. I don't want to mention this and jinx myself, but I've been kind of working with um the public director of Impractical Jokers to try to get them to come in and work with us a little bit and teach us some new stuff and help us get a bit more publicity. But that's still a work in progress. Not sure if it's going to happen yet or not. We'll see. Now, for anybody that's interested in joining, what should they know or expect when they're coming in to like a first meeting for example honestly a lot of it is just having fun like you got to keep an open mind um no one's gonna say any like horrible jokes no one's gonna be you know horrible to any group of people it is just a really open group so honestly if you want to come in and have fun if you want to de-stress um i know that making time out of your schedule to de-stress causes stress but honestly it is a really good way to just be able to laugh things off to honestly i think i've personally learned a lot about politics with a lot of our jokes like i'm i'm stupid like so i've <laughs> um, learned a little bit yeah we've also had a, some people just come in and watch our practices as well um like as you said we're a very open group so like, if you don't know us, we don't care. We're going to say what we say. Um, and we found out that sometimes people are like, oh, you're getting too open with me. and But we're a very open group. and I think welcoming. it works out. It, it's a good hit and miss system we've got going on with people. It's a... Like, fairly safe space, but also mm-hmm. with a bit of dark humor, but not yes. to the point where it's yeah, that'd be inappropriate. Really... That's and, a, that's good. <laughs> and I really appreciate when people, if they come and they do hear something that maybe maybe did hit a trigger or something, they come to me and they're like, hey, um, maybe don't say that. And I'm like, okay, I'll make sure we know that the rest of them know. Because actually we were doing a show and I didn't catch the joke that was said, but I was told that there was a 9-11 joke at it. I did not catch it. I didn't hear it. Um, The person told me I went to who they said had said the joke and they said it was totally just misinterpreted. It was not supposed to be that. It was supposed to be a joke on a guy that wrote a book. So it was just miscommunication can happen as well. But regardless, the joke is in poor taste and we do try mm-hmm. to steer away from jokes like that. That's yeah. good. We have certain sets of jokes so we make sure anybody that comes in does not cross that line. Yeah, that's a big thing So you us. always try and make sure mm-hmm. set a, like ground rules. All right, this is what we can have fun with mm-hmm. and this is stuff that should never ever even be touched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for a bunch of like dark humor 
people like there are definitely things that do not need to be said and we definitely steer away from those things and if they do come up then we are 100% open to amend what we're saying to make whatever changes we need to do to make sure that it is the safest place comedy wise and otherwise for everyone yes and we have like some of the dark humor we've said that is okay are dead baby jokes oh no um it's okay in context (laughs) but you still have to watch and make sure you gauge your audience as well um i don't know about you but sometimes i'm one of those people that get offended i'm just like oh not exactly offended i'm just like oh i can't believe they said that that just oh my gosh (laughs) gauge the audience is a big thing be like will they be offended will they not be offended yeah so gauging the audience is very like if children come to our shows, no swearing at all, at all. But if there's no children, I allow little swear words. But if it's bad ones. Like we're not going to be dropping C's and F's and things that yeah. pertain. Also, so. like, obviously, I'm going to assume not Rachel slurs because that's yeah. not funny. No, no, yeah, no. That is never funny. Um, it, yeah. Going off, like, with the little um, to know cursing even when there aren't children there um in my personal opinion i feel like adding curse words to jokes or like comedy i feel like it adds too much like it definitely has to be placed correctly yeah like something overtly curse word ish is definitely something that needs to be placed Mm -hmm. well if you got someone up there that is just going off the handle like any cut of comedian if Mm -hmm. you i've seen ones that are just like swearing left and right and i'm like what did they just talk about so i mean like Mm -hmm. it's some that are correctly placed in ones that are in poor taste so and like our last our director we had before actually told us that we were allowed to say whatever we want we could drop the f-bomb uh at least once every show and in my opinion that word does not need to be said at all so now going back to um the creation of your group now how did it transform from deviant behavior to all jokes aside that's more of a political thing like a theater politics it's um theater (laughs) politics right there our old um theater professor on campus he left here and he went to another school when he went to the other school, he recontacted us and was like, hey, you got to change the name or I'm going to sue you. So we had to change the name. <laughs> I changed the name. I, I hope it's a good name. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I, don't know. <laughs> I personally like I it. It, it gets the, from what I get from it, like when, because I've heard of you guys, like, obviously, because mm-hmm. I've seen posters. What I've gotten from, like, yeah, it's a comedy group with the... No offense to the other professor, deviant behavior. I didn't know what it was because when I came to school here, it was still deviant behavior. And I knew what it was just because I was interested in theater. But I was like, it sounds different. It sounds bad. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it just sounds like deviant. The word deviant to me sounds naughty. (laughs) That's like scandalous. Yes. 
Um, oh, my. So when I changed it to jokes and dagger, I was hoping to get more of a comedic value from it. Um, so, yes, we had to change it because we were threatened to be sued <laughs> of the zero dollars we already had. Um, so we changed it and he took that name to the other school he's at. So everything kind of worked out. It I worked mean, like, out. It's, it's not a likes, big deal. It like, was, what, like I said, what's in a name? You know, yeah, there was like, a couple other names we had to change to in the theater, but it's all right. It worked out. We were kind of like not upset, but like it was an inconvenience to us. So we had to all of a sudden make new names, but I think it worked out for the better. I think something it's it was the inconvenience, but I think it was more like I thought we were all on the same team, mm-hmm. and then it weren't we weren't. So I was like that kind of that kind of was bad. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, what has been like one of the most memorable moments from either a practice show, something that can be said on <laughs> sent on um, here appropriately. So- I mean, one of my star moments people always remind me about is we were doing art gallery. I was a curator, and one girl was sitting down like she had her legs out, and I got to her, and I I blanked, and I'm like, women have to stretch. And that's all I said, and I moved on. That is it. There was barely any context. It was... Women have to stretch. Oh, that was that was really good though. I do remember that. <laughs> I think one of mine was, um, and I feel I feel really like conceited saying that it's one of mine own, but it was like there was one with art. It was again art gallery, mm-hmm. and I have problems with like manic depressive myself, so I can poke fun at it a little bit, you know. It's, um, and I was drill sergeant manic. And it was one moment I am completely like drill sergeant esque, and then the next moment, moment it's just, and then we're just gonna move on. So it's those really highs, really lows. I think I really that was probably one of my favorite characters. I, I really like that one as well. And then we also have some good hits with, um, Mikhail. He does uh the old Jew impression because he is Jewish. Oh, okay, good. He is <laughs> Jewish. I'll get that on the table I didn't right now. Know. <laughs> He does the old Jewish impression. So he makes his voice so that he sounds really old. He'll pretend he can't hear you until you're screaming at him and then he'll (laughs) yell at you that you're screaming at him. And it's just it's a really simple character, but it's really funny in context. Um, oh oh yeah. my gosh, that sounds really funny. You didn't know he was Jewish? No, I didn't know he was Jewish. I didn't <laughs> even know he did that bit. I just thought he was an old cranky man. <laughs> oh, okay. You learn something every day? I sure you do. Really Improv do. teaches. Now, um, when's your first show of the semester? And what can you tell us about it? Our first show of the semester is February 1st, um, right? That's next month? Yes. Yeah. February 1st. Um, we have a new group out this semester, uh, and we're really excited to work with them. Um, anything you have to add? 
honestly, like, I think we have a really good group of people. Like, we all, we always do. Like, I mean. We always do. It's so, like. Everyone brings their own humor to the table. And I do. think that everyone gets, like, with how many practices we have, we get to mesh and, like, play off of each other's humors. And they're, honestly, sometimes they're insecurities. Yes. So, in good taste, obviously. Um, and, like, I'm not going to be like, yeah, look Look at your face. It's like, oh. Obviously, I'd make sure everybody's comfortable with each other before Mm -hmm. we get into that sort of stuff. But, yeah, we were able to get together well. And, like, with how far away our first show is, it gave us about a month from the beginning. Well, not really a month, but, like, a couple weeks. Like, three weeks, I think. Three solid weeks from the beginning of the semester. So, we are able to get those close relations learn some of the games for those who haven't been in it before and we're able to just have fun with it now are people allowed to just come by like for a practice just even if they don't perform in a show are they allowed to at least participate in some games i would highly encourage that because there are people there are times that we do need audience members like that's great um, I will say that it's in our raw form, so it's not going to necessarily be what you're seeing in the show. There's yes. not going to be as nearly as much Some energy. Some people will test us, test I mean, what we call on, and we will have to do it. Um, There's a reason why it's called improv. <laughs> the practices that are actually open to anybody coming in are Tuesdays and Thursdays from 6 to 8. 6.30, 8.30? 6.30? Yeah, it's, it? it's like 6 to it's like six to 8. Okay. Yeah. Six to eight. And where are they held at? They are mostly in the cinema in Pogue. Oh, okay. Um, now, since it was switched from deviant behavior to all jokes aside, how many members do you ha- currently have now from that? Well, if we're including... I'm dying. I'm buying her time to count on her fingers. No, but... <laughs> um, no, there's, there's what, like five or six in the show? In the show right now, we only have four at the moment, but we are going to gain those member those numbers. Um, our club advisors include four, which two of us are directors of the show. Well, three of us are directors of the show. The other ones are actually over at practice right now for them. Um, so, just thinking. I'm guessing we have like eleven yeah. maybe members, eleven ish. Um, Look, dude, I'm not a math major. Not like, all, I don't know. <laughs> not all come to um the meetings that we have. Um, but we do have people that'll come to one and then we won't see them until the senior year. Um like that happens. Just all the time. So um so I think we have about eleven. We have about a solid Six that come every day. Okay. So you basically kind of have like a rotation of performers for shows. It's yeah, relatively. Yeah. It's a, definitely a revolving door. Of it's a revolving door. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what kind of fundraisers do you guys have planned for Ooh. this semester? Well, we got some oodles and noodles, but not oodles and noodles. It's ramen. It's a company. Um, one of them is a ramen noodle master chef. Can you explain that to me? Um, So what we'll do is we will have a group of us as uh, judges, and people can pay, like, I think we said a set amount was, like, 
It'll be like $2 or something like that. It'll be something very cheap. And they'll bring in just a bowl or something of Raymond noodles, however they make it, and we'll taste test it. And the winner will get a prize. I don't think we've discussed the prize yet. We haven't discussed um, pricings yet, though, for bringing in your bowl. But we're working on it, and we're really excited about it because I know a lot of people eat their Raymond noodles different ways. Suggestion. The... I think the prize should be taking home all the other pots of noodles. Just saying. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> no, I love me some ramen. Ramen. Some ramen. Uh, like so, you can uh, like so. Honestly, I could just like put it in my like little microwave and like just bring it. Here you go. Made it like five yep. minutes ago. Honestly, it's wonderful. Like it. It's perfect how it is. Add <laughs> like, some cumin to it. We'll see how it tastes. I know somebody. Here, here's who, some carrots. <laughs> I know somebody who makes ramen like just like that, and then all they do is they add some hot sauce. Ooh, that's some, try that. That's some zesty tastiness. I actually had ramen for lunch today. Now I'm making mm-hmm. feeling so many regrets that I didn't add anything to it. <laughs> you had ramen for lunch. I, I did. I napped the... for lunch. <laughs> like that. Ramen is ramen and mac and cheese oh. is the lunch or just the food group of champions in college. Oh, I filter mm-hmm. feed. So. You see, so I'm student teaching. One of my students asked me what my favorite food was, and I told them macaroni and cheese. But in our classroom, if I say macaroni and cheese, they're supposed to throw their arms up in the air and yell, "Everybody freeze!" So everybody did that, and then they wouldn't believe me that that's my favorite food. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is that a rule you made, or was that a rule already in place? It was a rule I made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. And so do you have any recruiting going on? Or, like, so to bring people in? For recruiting, we uh, table either at um, Hogue or over in Ross. Uh, we offer flyers. We have a sign-up sheet sometimes where I'll go through and I'll email people and be like, hey, our next meeting is coming up, or we have auditions if you want to come out. Um, just really simple stuff like that. Um, excuse me. Oh, my gosh. You want to come in? Um, I mean, like that, the tabling is a big part for us. I mean, like just mm-hmm. sitting there. We usually have show tunes playing or... Yes. some music or something like that to bring people in. I think last time that we did tables, I I did some some twerking myself, so it'll it'll bring well, people in. Sailor Moon. Yes. So. Yes. Oh wow. Um, yes. That's that will definitely bring in some attention. Or get the best type of attention. So Or get the police called on you. That's um, true. I mean, I feel like you would only get the police called on you if one of two reasons. One, um you're disturbing the peace. Oh, it's pretty disturbing. Oh. But I mean, if someone complains or two, something goes wrong with the Sailor Moon costume. That's all Ooh, I'm just going to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. He he twerked the Sailor Moon at our last day bowling event. It was wonderful. It was great. Oh my goodness. Um, and can you explain some of the games that you most commonly play during your shows or even during practice? Well, we talked about art gallery already mm-hmm. and we talked about who, what, where already. Yes. Um, well, a nice warm-up game that's just fun for me. I think it's really fun. I don't know how you guys think about it, but I think it's fun. Is It's called the murder dinner party. Pretty much. That's all it is. Murder party. 
Um, and one person is labeled as the killer. Nobody knows who that is except for whoever is not playing. Um, the picker. Yeah, the picker. We'll call oh. it the picker, which is usually me. Um, <laughs> and they go around, and it's like any kind of party. Like we've done it with birthday parties. One was a luau, I think, that we did it at. Um, and the killer will go around, and you have to shake hands with everybody, and the killer will scratch palm of a hand. And then you have to have the most Shakespearean death you can think of right there. And then there's somebody else who is the detective, and they have, a, usually we do about three guesses to guess who the killer is. Um, it's just a really fun game, helps people, like, kind of get out of their shell a little bit more, but it's still structured. I think the moving around in that game, too, definitely helps. Just, like, Mm -hmm. starts, like, you get to know the space that you're going to be moving around in for the actual games. So I think that definitely helps out. Mm -hmm. Um, the one, what was the one game? Oh, there is one that is, oh, Captain My Captain. I don't know if we're doing that. If you want to do that, Robin Williams. You see, I enjoy that's where we that, got the name, but others don't. So I wasn't sure. Okay. You see, I personally love Oh Captain, My Captain. That's one of my favorites. And what you do is you have one person is the captain, and he's facing away from the audience. He or she facing away from the audience. They have to steer the boat. The rest of the people that are on stage with that person are their crew members. People will, or the, someone is going to put an object down and the crew members without saying what the object is, has to explain to the captain, watch out. You're about to hit. If it's a hairbrush, it's something with a handle and it's just and trying to figure out what it is. Oh, so, oh, okay. I've seen something like this on, um, or like uh, who's line or yeah. something. Yeah. It was, a, I think it was an alien invasion. But, or something like that. Okay. Oh, oh my gosh. It was funny, though. Like, it's been a long time since I've seen that show, so. Yeah. But with the one murder game, I can just imagine someone screaming, I won't let go, Jack. <laughs> I think there was one time that I just whispered, Rosebud, and just <laughs> death. Yes, you did. So. I was there. What's Rosebud? Do you, know, do you not know what Rosebud look, is? Look, man. <laughs> I, it was his sleigh. It was his sleigh from a kid. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I, I just know that it's a meme. So that's about it. It's probably a, like one of the most famous lines from considered um, the greatest film of, of all time, Citizen Kane. Check yes. it out. Oof, yeah, Uncultured Swine right here. Oh my and gosh. Speaking oh. about memes, most of our jokes have to do with memes. Yeah. Um, I like think today memes. our whole world is just memes. a meme. Yeah. And that's okay. It's like the Matrix, but it's just memes. It's just memes. <laughs> that's what Keanu Reeves was trying to tell us the whole time. Oh, what's another game that we like to do? Um, oh, I'm put on the spot. So I don't know. Um, wow, improv at its best. I'll yeah, put on the spot. Can I add a suggestion though? Because um, I actually used to um, act in high school, and we would play. Uh, like improv games all the time, oh, okay. mainly just to mess around. Mm-hmm. And my favorite one was mystery. Wait, it wasn't mystery day. It was um, the dating game. And yes, you do that. Oh, you that do one that is so one. funny. I, I 
when I when it was my turn, I was play, I was Tom Hanks and I was just <laughs> screaming famous lines like "You are a toy." Wilson. <laughs> I got out really quickly <laughs> after I screamed Wilson. They knew it. Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, one game that I actually made for our auditions that we had um is there's a box and it's full of items and you are told a scenario like a party that you have to throw like the one that we did was a funeral you have to create a funeral for this family you try and talk them into buying your funeral service but the only things you have is what's in the box for the funeral service so um, we also did it with a birthday party, like a child's birthday party and a bachelorette party. Um, there's just crazy things in these boxes. That you have to figure out what you're going to use at a child's birthday party. Yeah, I think like, one of I think the one box I'm, I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. But it's like, for example, in the one for a funeral box, you could pull out. It's like, OK, yeah, we have a rose to put on the body. And then we have some streamers. Huzzah! So, <laughs> There's confetti. And then for the kid's birthday party, one of the items in the box was a dog toy. What are you going to use a dog toy for? Just whip it. I mean, dog toys are fun. Like, they're, they're sweet. I know. The fuzzy ones are so nice. It was nice, one of the rope ones, though. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not fun at all. It's not fun. It's not it's even just, fun for the dog. Just whip, <laughs> with it. We can... I was... I'm pretty sure one of the jokes said with it was, um, well, if your kid gets too rowdy, we can tie him up with it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, all right. Thank you guys for coming on. This was All Jokes Aside, the improv group here at Edinburgh University. Go check them out. Their first show is February 1st. All right. Have a nice night.